good evening and greetings to each and every one of you welcome to our wednesday night service what a blessed day what a blessed time for us to come into the presence of god we are not here because we don't have anything else to do we are here because we value the word of god we value the presence of god better than more than everything else in our lives and in this season god has been speaking to us how important our worship is how important our devotion to him is how important our expression of love for god is it is especially important when an enemy would encamp against you all around you when the enemy is coming in different directions from different directions to attack us making sure that we don't have a way out those are the times especially when we need to worship those are the times when we need to let our confessions our declarations our belief in the lord public when that declaration goes out when we say lord you are my light yes lord you are my strength yes lord i just desire to be in your presence i desire to inquire off of you i desire to live in your house all the days of my life to to behold your beauty to look at your glory when we make that our cry when we make that our confession when we make that our declaration see all of us believe that the lord is our savior and yet not all of us confess that on a daily basis we confess what we don't have we confess our failures we confess our brokenness we confess the things that we lack and today the lord is just reminding us to confess his promises you know when the psalmist wrote that psalm 27 he was in fact surrounded by the enemy right a host would encamp against you he was in fact surrounded by problems or struggles or sicknesses and even in spite of that he chose to declare that the lord is my light and he is my salvation so in this season when we declare what we know to be true in our heart that declaration will become our worship that declaration will become our point of surrender before god that declaration will become our expression of love and our expression of submission to god's will god's plans god's provisions in our lives and i just want to take a moment to congratulate all of you who are experiencing victory in this season and the rest of us who are still on the journey to experience the full breakthrough let me encourage you do not give up stay strong in this season you know this is a time when there is definitely virus all around us but the lord is preserving his bride the lord is strengthening the church like never before in this season we will rise up with greater understanding with more powerful perspective of what god is doing on the earth in these last days let me just remind you that the lord is coming back soon and because the end time is near because the last days are here the 
the sorrow of the last days the challenge of the last days the problems of the last days that will be many and the blessing is that you and i we get to be the answers we get to be the hands and the feet of jesus in action bringing hope bringing help bringing deliverance bringing healing to people that need that and i just want to uh, take this moment also to thank god for our spiritual parents who have been standing in the gap for us who have been fighting our battles and who've been praying for us and bringing us god's word from week to week bringing us a revelation of what god is speaking over our lives today we are going to continue to depend on that grace depend on the blessing that the lord has given us through our leaders through our parents and we're going to go a little more further to discover what god is speaking to us let's go to the book of revelation chapter 22 and we are now in verse 13 we finished verse 12 last time let's read verse 13 this is a very famous verse we sing this all the time we declare this all the time and today we're going to spend some time meditating on this verse 13 jesus says i am the alpha and i am the omega the first and the last the beginning and the end this is jesus who is saying this and he's saying i am everything i am the alpha and i am the omega the first and the last the beginning and the end today the lord is reminding the church that he is your alpha and he is your omega he is the first and he is your last he is your beginning and he is your end there is nothing that can happen in your life except by the control and the provision and the declaration of god's will and god's plan for your life see the bible says in psalm 139 that you and i we were conceived in our mother's womb because of god's hand because he was the one who was carving the inward parts of our body our mind our spirit right when we were in our mother's womb his heart his mind his hands were at work he was our beginning and he will be there right till the very end unless he speaks so unless he says so the enemy cannot touch us he cannot claim our lives we need to have that arrogant confidence no matter what happens no matter what the world says no matter what the doctor says my life will not end my omega will not arise my physical life will not finish until jesus says so even in the book of job you see this example how the enemy is going after job's property his family his resources his finances everything that he had and yet god had drawn a boundary over different areas of his life first god said okay you want to touch him you can touch his property and you can touch his family but you cannot touch him and then god allowed the enemy to come a little more closer 
and God said, okay, you can touch him, but you cannot take his life. So only to the extent that God has loved, only to the extent that God has opened the gates, only to that extent can the enemy come in to even tempt you, to even test you, to even to try you. See, sickness is definitely from the enemy. Sickness is definitely from the pit of hell. There's no doubt about that. Poverty is not from God. Nothing evil comes from God. The Bible says every good and perfect gift, it comes from our Father, the Father of lights. And yet, whenever the enemy brings in a sickness, even that is possible only if God would allow that. Only if God has not opened up the gate. And so I want you to trust God in this season of your life and say, God, I know and I know and I know that you are my Alpha. And so I also know that you are my Omega. I know that you were there in the first, you were there at the start and you're going to be there at the finishing line. You're going to be my last too. You're going to be there when I finish my task. You are also my beginning and you are also my ending. You know, uh, Paul would say in the book of Hebrews, he said, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, who is the author, meaning the beginning, and the perfecter, meaning the finishing. You know, the person who started and the person that finished our faith. He is the author and the perfecter of our faith, the beginning and the last, the first and the last, the beginning and the end, the origin and the place where it finishes, where it completes, where it perfects. It all is Jesus. He is there. He is the one. He is the person that we can depend on in every season of life. He is my alpha and he is my omega. Now, if you read the verse carefully, what Jesus is saying is that I am the alpha, which means, you know, it's not just about you. It's not just about me. He is the alpha. He is the beginning of everything. That is why the Bible says in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. He was there at the beginning. It's, it's through Jesus that everything was made that was made. It is through Jesus that the world came into existence. It is through Jesus that uh, you and I, we were created. It is through Jesus that the environment, everything came into existence because uh, of Jesus and through Jesus. The scriptures are very clear about it. And when Jesus says, I am also the Omega, what he means is, I'll be there at the very end. And Jesus said this to his disciples. He said, don't worry about anything because I'll be there with you till the end of this age. Now, a natural question may arise for us. Wait a minute. See, God is eternal, right? How can God talk about an end? Or how can God talk about a beginning? Because in and in the perspective of eternity, there can be no alpha or omega. There can be no first or last. There can be no beginning or end. 
how can it uh, talk about how can jesus say that i am the alpha and the omega how can jesus say i'm going to be there with you till the end of time when in god's perspective there is no end of time what jesus is saying is not about his life or how long he is going to be he is talking about it from our perspective for example in matthew 28 when jesus says i'll be there with you till the end of time what he means is i'll be there with you till the end of this age the end of this age is going to be very traumatic for a lot of people even for believers even with the grace of god in our lives even with the presence of the holy spirit empowering us it can be a very challenging time for so many of us and the lord is assuring us i will still be there with you i will be your omega i am the omega i am the one that is going to bring everything to a finishing perfecting completing point so will you trust me even at the end i know it's easy to read the creation story and read the beginning of everything and and be thankful and and glorify me but when it comes to a conclusion when you don't seek the kind of output that you thought you would or you you don't see the kind of end that you expected the world to have your family to have your your church to have will you still trust me and will you still believe that i am the one that makes all things beautiful in its own time i am the omega in fact when jesus was introducing himself in the book of revelation he began with this uh, re- revelation to john if you read verse 17 it says in verse 17 uh, john says this this is revelation chapter 1 and verse 17 he says when i saw him that is jesus i fell at his feet as if i were dead but he laid his right hand on me and said don't be afraid i am the first and i am the last see this is how jesus is quenching the fear that john had when john saw jesus immediately he had a breakdown i can't explain everything that he went through but i am sure that if we were in the same place we would have the same response see john has walked with jesus for an entire lifetime physically as well as spiritually right he is he has lived with jesus for three and a half years and then he has walked in the spirit for the rest of his life and yet when he experienced this encounter the bible says i fell as if i were dead which means his physical body lost strength and he just he just went blank and he just fell at his feet because this is an encounter that the physical body couldn't handle right and it says at that time he laid his right hand on me and he said do not be afraid do not give up do not quit now because i am the first meaning i am the alpha that i am the author that i am the beginning and i am also the end jesus is in fact 
sandwiching the book of Revelation, sandwiching everything that he had to give to John between these two declarations. In the beginning, he said the same thing. Don't be afraid for I am the Alpha and the Omega. He comes back at the end of the book of Revelation to again remind John. John, did you remember what I told you at the beginning? That I am the Alpha and the Omega. I want you to keep that in your mind. I want you to keep that in your spirit. I want you to remember that in every season of life. When you're going through turmoil, when you're going through difficult, challenging and impossible situations in life, when you feel like this is going on and on forever and ever and ever, when you feel like there is no end to what you're going through, Jesus steps in and he tells you, don't worry because I am the first, because I am the author, because I am the alpha and I'm also the perfecter. I'm also the last. I am also the ending. I'm also the omega. So trust me when you're going through the in-betweens. Verse 18 of Revelation chapter 1, he says, I am the first and the last, and I am the living one. I died, but look, now I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and the grave. So Jesus is speaking this over some people that are listening to me this morning or afternoon or evening. The Lord is saying, I am the living one because I am the Alpha and the Omega, because I am the first and the last, because I am the beginning and the end, because I am the author and the perfecter, I am also the living one. I am the living one. I am the eternal one. Yes, I died. In a point in time, I died. I had to lay myself down for your sake. I died. But look, now I am alive forever and ever. So now, because I went through death once, I hold the keys of death and the grave. Wow, that is very powerful. I can't say this about the believers or the God followers before the death of Jesus. That every death, that every time somebody died, it was in the perfect timing of God. Because uh, the, the payment for sin had not yet been done and Jesus had not yet captured the keys of death and grave. But after the cross, after the resurrection of Jesus, anybody that has lived after the resurrection of Jesus and has trusted in the person of Jesus to take care of their life, I can say this for surety, that Jesus holds the key of death and the grave. He holds the key. So unless Jesus opens that door, unless Jesus allows grave to come in, that cannot touch you, my dear friend. That cannot be a portion. That cannot be something that will take you down because Jesus has already overcome death. He has already overcome the grave. Today, if you are going to trust in this Jesus, you need to remember who he is. 
he is not just the first and the last he is also the living one the one who died for a moment but he is now alive forever and ever and he holds the keys of death and the grave in his hands what jesus is offering john and through john to us is an eternal perspective and he's telling him there is no reason why you need to be afraid there's no reason why you need to panic there is no reason why you need to give up there is no reason why you need to uh, look for other options because i am everything you come to me i am the beginning and i am the uh, ending i am the alpha and i am the omega just come to me i am the author and i am also the perfecter the finisher the completer of everything in your life will you continue to trust in me and what jesus did with john is that he gave him a time travel experience he helped him to travel in time see when when john encountered jesus john just didn't see the physical person of jesus but he encountered time time because that's how john could travel to the end of the world right see when he would write the book of john he would say in the beginning was the word the word was with god and the word was god so in the gospel of john he gave us the glimpse of the beginning of time and in the book of revelation now he is giving us a glimpse of the ending of time and how did that happen it happened because he saw jesus and when he saw jesus he was also seeing time the beginning and the end everything he could see everything from the beginning to the end the bible says in uh, revelation chapter 1 verse 10 that uh, it was the lord's day and i was worshiping in the spirit you know different translations translated differently it says some translation says i was in the spirit on the lord's day uh, what it actually means is that he was in the spirit and he had gone to the day of the lord he had reached the day of the lord many people interpret it to believe that this is talking about a sunday that is the first day of the week which is the day of the lord and he was in the spirit which is not at all true because the the le- legally or officially sunday was not uh, you know uh, ordained as the first day of the week or the day of the lord until a few more centuries after john so john was not referring to a particular day of the week he was not referring to sunday per se he was actually referring to the day of the lord see the day of the lord is a term that a lot of prophets in the old testament would use and a lot of times it will even be used in the new testament you know where we will be reminded that this is what will happen on the day of the lord and it is actually referring to the end time the last days the last season and you know again and again and again whenever there is a a prophecy of a judgment or a prophecy of the coming of the lord 
it will all be uh, in that bracket of the day of the lord on the day of the lord the heavens will uh, fall down and the sun moon and the stars will uh, leave their position all of that will be in the context of it happening on the day of the lord so now let me explain what john meant he is not saying i was in the spirit on a sunday he was saying i was in the spirit and in the spirit realm i was transported into the lord's day to the day of the lord to that end time to that season or that day that i had to witness and write about and i had to testify to you about he had actually time traveled to that particular season for him to be able to write all this in so much of detail and i i want to tell you my friend that when you are walking with the lord when you worship him in truth and in the spirit the lord is going to give you glimpses i i hope that some of us will ferociously receive this word that the lord will give you glimpses not just of uh, world events but about how your life will pan out 20 30 40 60 80 years from today the lord will give you a glimpse of how your ministry will look like the lord will give you a glimpse of how your children and your grandchildren will serve him the lord will give you a glimpse of how your church will impact the nations the lord will give you a glimpse of how your city and your community will rise up to resist the works of the antichrist that every person that has that encounter with jesus will encounter the time that is hidden in jesus like i told you the beginning and the end is in him the alpha and the omega is in him the 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 first and the last everything is in him so anybody that has an encounter with him will have an encounter with time will have an encounter with any point of time according to the revelation that you need or that is your assignment may you have a revelation of where the lord is taking you of where the lord is taking your church your family or your Uh, your city or your nation may you be a prophet may you be a seer may you be a man and a woman who sees in the spirit who travels in the spirit because we serve the alpha and the omega we serve the first and the last we serve the same god that john the apostle worshiped and john the apostle served and john the apostle loved we love the same god we serve the same god and today if we are intentional to pursue the revelation of jesus if we are intentional to inquire off of him to receive from him in every step of the way we are going to have glimpses supernatural glimpses of where the lord is taking us or where the lord is uh, turning the tides some of you may be interested with revelations of the end of the days some of you will wake up with dreams of what is going to happen in your nation 3 uh, months down the line or 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 um, or, or a year or 10 years and it's not even about you becoming a prophet 
it's about you being a seer of Jesus. If you can see Jesus, then you can see everything that is hidden in Jesus, that is enclosed in Jesus. He is the Alpha and He is the Omega. My hope is that some of us will travel in the Spirit to the Lord's Day. In the Spirit that we will be in the Lord's Day. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. That I will go to the Lord's Day in the Spirit. That is my prayer. When we go to the book of Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 3, we read about the concept of time there. And this is a very familiar portion for all of us. And uh, let me just read this portion for us because it's very necessary that we understand the concept of time and, and expect a deeper revelation of how a, a, a seed that we plant in our heart can bear fruit in so many different levels. Uh, a seed of time. Beginning at verse 1, it says, For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven. God says that there is a season for everything. There is a time for everything. We need to have a revelation of that. Verse 2, a season or a time to be born and a time to die, which means your birthday was divinely orchestrated the day that you were born on. It was not by accident that you were born on that day. It was the right time. It was not a mistake. You were not too early. You were not too late. That was the time for you to be born. And there is a time for you to die. It says there is a time to plant and there is a time to harvest. Just like there is a time when we expect harvest, there is also a time when we have to be willing to plant. We have to be willing to sow. We have to be willing to build. We have to be willing to give. Only to the measure that we are carefully planting on time will we also reap or we will get a harvest also on time. Verse 3. It says there is a time to kill and a time to heal. When we uh, see it from the context of what Jesus told the disciples, he told them, hey guys, everything is about how you understand timing. Now is not the time for you to fast. There is going to come a time when you will fast, but this is not the time when you will fast. This is the time when you have to feast. But there will come a time when the bridegroom will be taken away and then you can fast. At one point, Jesus said, Hey, don't carry any weapons, any money, any purses, anything in your hands. Don't carry anything. Give everything away. And at a later point, Jesus said, Hey, whoever doesn't have, you know, make sure to go and buy a sword and keep it with you. Because this is, a, this is not a time for us to take it easy. So in different times, Jesus asked them to do different things. At one point, Jesus said, throw away all of these things. Another point, Jesus said, now you need to pick up the sword. Now you need to pick up your clothes. Now you need to pick up, uh, make sure you have some savings. And, and Jesus asking them, hey, 
this is a different time are you prepared according to the time that you are in right now so there is a time to kill and there is a time to heal a time to tear down and there is a time even to build up so the problem is not that you're doing the wrong thing see you may be building up all the time and and you you're wondering why are you not uh you know bearing any fruit why are you not having any result it's because when you had to be tearing down you're building up and when you had to be building up you're tearing down so if you do it in the opposite seasons you are not going to bring any fruit if you're going to be constantly building up without any tearing down i'm telling you that is going to be disastrous as well because now you're going to be building on the wrong foundation and unless you tear down things first you cannot lay the right foundation and you cannot build on the right foundation so you need to ask god what is the timing what is the season in my life what is this time what do you want me to do all of this will come from a revelation of jesus of seeing his face in a very intimate deep and a personal way you will have a revelation of when it is time to tear down and when it is time to build up verse 4 it says that there is a time to cry and there is a time to laugh john the baptist he, the bible says he came fasting he came crying he came mourning uh, and 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 preaching the whole time but when jesus came he came and did the exact opposite he he came feasting and he came rejoicing uh, with his friends with his disciples with his uh, with uh, you know in fact the pharisees of the time they had a big problem with jesus he is like this doesn't look like a rabbi he's all the time partying and having fun with the most the worst of the people and he said hey this is the time for this this is the time when we rejoice this is the time when we laugh and there will come a day when the bridegroom will be taken away and then you will not be able to do all this then you will grieve then you will cry then you will fast like the disciples of john Uh, the next line it says there is a time to grieve and there is a time to dance verse 5 there is a time to scatter the stones and a time to gather the stones there is a time to embrace and there is a time to turn away this is so so key uh, when we understand when we need to forgive and when we need to let go when we need to pull people to us and when we need to release them when it is time to pursue somebody and some relationships and when it is time to give up on some relationships there is a time for everything it says there is a time to search and there is a time to even quit searching we know the story of this 10 virgins in matthew 25 how five of them they had oil and the other five they did not have oil and the five that did have oil they were able to burn their lamps in the middle of the night and going to meet the bridegroom this was not a time for them to be searching for oil this was not a time for them to be buying oil 
there was a time to search for oil and there was a time to quit searching for oil and to now pursue that road that journey that relationship with their bridegroom so there is a time to search and there is a time to quit searching it says and there is a time to keep and there is a time to throw away verse 7 a time to tear and a time to mend a time to be quiet and a time to speak a time to love and a time to hate a time for war and a time for peace see for everything there is a right time there is a right time for every activity under heaven but how do we know which is the time what is the season that i am living in what am i doing that is not in the right time that this is not the right season for me to be doing this how do i know this you will know it when you have an encounter when you have another revelation of the face and the person of jesus why because he said i am the alpha and the omega i am the beginning and the end i am the first and the last i am the author and the perfecter so if you will come to me i will help you to understand when it is time for war and when it is time for peace when it is time for love or when it is time for hating i'll explain to you when you need to be quiet and i'll tell you when it is time to speak i will help you to tear when required and i'll help you to mend when required i will show you when it is time to search or to quit searching i will give you the wisdom to keep and to even throw away i will help you to see when it is time to scatter the stones or it's time to gather these stones to embrace or to turn away to cry or to laugh to grieve or to dance to kill or to heal to tear down or to build up to be born or is this your time to die is this your time of planting or is this your time of reaping i am going to give it to you i'm going to reveal it to you if you will walk with me if you will have a deep close personal intimate revelation of who i am then you will understand let me jump to verse 11 of ecclesiastes chapter 3 it says god has made everything beautiful for its own time so what is beautiful on one day will not be beautiful another day the manna that is beautiful today it will not be beautiful it will become a stench for you tomorrow many times we are clinging on to those blessings those provisions that god gave us in the previous seasons and we are wondering why is it that it is becoming a stench for me today how is it that it is becoming a problem for me today it's because that manna had an expiration date that manna was supposed to be used at that time it was not supposed to come into this time god has made everything beautiful for its own time you need to understand that anything that is used outside of the right time outside of what god has allotted outside of the boundary that god has allotted it is going to create a stench for you it is not going to bring fragrance 
it is not going to be a blessing to you it is only going to create a stench for you so god is saying everything he has made everything beautiful for its own time read the next line very carefully the bible says god he has planted eternity in the human heart he has planted what eternity he has planted this beginning and the end the first and the last the whole of eternity is planted it's like a tiny seed that he has planted in the human heart inside of you there is eternity you should remember you and i we are not temporal beings we are eternal beings there is an eternity that is planted on the inside of us see the reason why we uh, make quick decisions and we are not sensitive of time or we are not understanding what season of life we are in is because we think that time is too less or that time is running away or that we need to hurry to do something just because you know that's the first response we have or the first option we have and those are moments when we need to not just look at Jesus who is the first and the last but we also need to look at ourselves because the bible says inside of us god has planted eternity he has planted the beginning and the ending let me read the rest of verse 11 to give you some context this is king solomon the wisest of all who is writing this he says god has planted eternity in the human heart but even so people cannot see the whole scope of god's work from beginning to end they cannot people in their own wisdom in their own understanding they cannot see the whole scope of god's work from the beginning to the end that was the problem with solomon's wisdom he couldn't see the whole scope with all the understanding that he had he still couldn't understand the beginning to the end but then came a john who didn't have the understanding that solomon had but he did have a revelation of the god of solomon he had this revelation of this god of wisdom he had a revelation of this first and the last he had a revelation of the alpha and the omega and what happened to john he saw the whole scope of god's work from the beginning to the very ending not only did he have eternity planted in his heart now he had a revelation of everything from an eternal perspective what solomon is trying to tell us is guys you are made for eternity you have eternity in you but it's not possible for you to understand that eternity you cannot see the whole scope of god's work it is beyond our perspective it is, it is not something we have to aspire for yeah but what solomon didn't realize is that there is going to come a time when true worshipers true lovers of jesus who have a revelation of jesus who have an intimate perspective about jesus 
they are going to have a whole scope a full scope of god's work from the beginning to the ending may that be your inheritance my dear friend if there's one thing that i have learned uh, seeing our father up close and personal it is the fact that he's rarely surprised there is hardly anything that i can tell him which is news for him or new information to him because he's seen this coming at least a year or two back you know what i arrived today he would have seen that a long time before i actually encounter and get that information and i truly believe that this is the inheritance of every child of god who walks with jesus the way that our father walks with him you know it's not even about prophesying or knowing facts it's about walking with jesus to such an extent that you just know that you just have a deep revelation not to boast about it not to uh, you know be arrogant about it saying okay ah, yeah yeah i know what comes next no it's just that revelation of wait i i know where this is headed i know how things are going to pan out i know it's not just a general information that says okay in the end everything will be all right no just a deep revelation of how things will pan out in my life specifically in my home in my church in my city in my nation how things are going to pan out i have a revelation because i walk with my jesus because i have a revelation of his face because i know the alpha and i know the omega that i cannot be taken by surprise i cannot be caught off guard because i walk with this jesus who is the author and the perfecter of everything of everything he is the author and the perfecter of creation he is the beginning and the end of creation he is the first and the last even in my life if you read the book of ephesians chapter 5 you will see a warning there that paul is giving to the church he says in verse 15 of ephesians chapter 5 be careful how you live don't live like fools but like those who are wise make the most of every opportunity in these evil days don't act thoughtlessly but understand what the lord wants you to do verse 18 don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life instead be filled with the holy spirit singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves making music to the lord in your hearts giving thanks to everything for everything to god the father in the name of our lord jesus christ and further now submit to one another out of reverence for christ i'd like to highlight verse 16 here it says make the most of every opportunity in these evil days uh you know the other translations it uses the word make sure to redeem your time because the days are evil redeem the time redeeming your days see 
when the bible says you need to do something to redeem your time is not talking about your failures or things that you have lost because of a job or a sickness or you know what people have done to you no those things are not your responsibility what has been stolen from you the lord says i will restore them to you you don't have to redeem them what has been taken away from you that cannot be redeemed in your own ability god will restore them back that's what god has promised us whatever the locusts have eaten i will restore them the time the seasons the hard work the efforts the money everything i'm going to restore them to you but there is a different kind of redeeming your time that you need to do now that you have a eternal perspective when you walk with jesus that needs to transpire in the way that you live out your life and that is what paul is saying now that you understand things from a eternal perspective now that you understand the alpha and the omega now that you have a glimpse of where you began and where you're headed to now you need to be careful how you live don't live like fools don't be caught off guard like the five foolish virgins may you be prepared and may you be wise may you be ready at all times because the days are evil make use of every opportunity redeem your days redeem your time don't act thoughtlessly but understand understand my dear friend understand what the lord wants you to do may you be filled with understanding in this season may you not be confused about your next steps what next to do or how to proceed or what you know career to choose or what kind of ministry to do may there be no confusion in your life because you serve the alpha and the omega may you have the understanding of what the lord wants you to do it goes on to say now don't be drunk with wine but instead be filled in the holy spirit i can put it in our words and say hey don't be so full of instagram but be be full of the holy spirit don't be so full of you know social media or television or news channels but be full of what the holy spirit has filled you with don't be full of what people are speaking all around you no be full of what the holy spirit is speaking to you why because you are somebody with eternity planted in your heart you're not a temporal person like everybody else you have eternity planted in your heart and you have the understanding of the full scope of god's work from the beginning to the end because of a relationship with jesus so now don't be full with wine no don't don't let what the world has to offer you take control of your life because that's going to ruin your life what you put into your life that is going to ruin you it is necessary that you let what is on the inside of you the river that is on the inside of you the holy spirit who is on the inside of you to fill you up to be filled with the holy spirit it's almost like a command that the lord is giving us don't be drunk with wine but be filled be full of the holy spirit what is the sign that you're full of the holy spirit verse 19 it says 
be filled with the holy spirit singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves making music to the lord in your hearts verse 20 and giving thanks for everything to god the father in the name of our lord jesus christ this is a month for us to worship him this is a month for us to overflow in our singing psalms singing hymns singing spiritual songs uh, just making music making melody in our hearts to the lord to give thanks for everything so if you don't know how to worship here is the key here is the principle just be full of the holy spirit so if you're going to be full of social media that is all that's going to come out of your mouth if you're going to be full of television and the news and what the world is saying that's all that's going to come out of your mouth but if you're full of the holy spirit you will be full of worship worship will overflow you will be constantly singing psalms when you don't know what to sing open the book of psalms and start singing it out to the lord you'll 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 pick up hymns and and start singing them to the lord known hymns spiritual songs songs in the spirit when you sing in tongues when you sing in words that you don't even have perspective or understanding about spiritual songs when you release a music in the spirit because you're so full of the holy spirit you make music to the lord in your hearts and it says and you give thanks to god for everything because now you have an eternal perspective now it will be easy for you to thank god even for the failures that you've had in this season now it will be easy for you to thank god even for uh, the times when people have rejected you now that you've you've seen things from god's perspective you've seen the full scope of god's work from the beginning to the end now it will be easy for you to thank god when things don't pan out the way that you wanted to it says sing psalms sing hymns sing spiritual songs make melody make music and give thanks to god and it adds in verse 21 and submit to one another out of reverence for christ all of this is a outworking of a life that is lived to redeem the time when we live our lives in such a way that yes i know who is my alpha and omega i know who is the beginning and the end i know who is the author and the perfecter of my faith and i know that he has planted eternity in my heart in my spirit i know that i can understand i can see the full scope of god's work i can see when it is time to plant and when it is time to harvest i know when it is time to gather and when it is time to scatter i know when it is time to uh, mend and when it is time to tear i know because i see the full scope of god's work and now the lord says don't act thoughtlessly make the most of every opportunity don't be full of what the world has got to offer you but be full of the holy spirit and lead a life of worship this season our worship has to dominate our life our expression of how much we love god how much we want to honor god how much he is worthy how much he is glorious how awesome he is 
that is what needs to dominate our lives everything else every other voice let it fade away every other opinion let it fade away every other source that is trying to control you manipulate you change your direction let it fade away the lord says do not fear my son my daughter my child do not fear because i am the first and i am the last yes i did die but now i am alive and i will be alive forever and ever and i hold the keys to death and to grave because i am the alpha and i am the omega the beginning and the end let's pray together dear father we come into your presence with this firm deep revelation of the fact that you are the god of time you are the one who 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 were with me at the beginning you were the one who fashioned my life at the beginning and you're the one who is going to give the finishing touches at the end lord give me the grace to trust you to look at you to to follow you through this entire process through this entire time between the alpha and the omega let me not be caught up in the way and give up at any point every spirit that is causing me to be discouraged in this season i disconnect from it in jesus name lord i thank you for every person that is aligning in prayer with me right now and i release the same grace over all of them and i pray lord that we will walk in a spirit of overcoming we will walk in a spirit of victory in this season may our songs be heard in our surroundings may our hymns be heard when the waves come crashing may our psalms and our thanksgiving may it be heard when people mock us when when there are voices that are trying to drown us i pray that our worship will be heard because you've caused us to be filled in the holy spirit in this season we love you lord we humble ourselves at your word in jesus mighty name we pray and everybody said an amen oh what a joy it is for us to join together one more time like this may the lord bless you all have a blessed and a beautiful week ahead let's prepare ourselves let's pray a hard make sure to come ready to receive from the lord this sunday morning until then stay under the mighty hand of the lord